So you might start with a half charge of battery of motivation and by five o'clock in the afternoon, it's all out the window. You are listening to the Synergy Women podcast, brought to you by women's resilience coach, Nikki Hamilton. Nikki offers expertise in women's health and has an inspiring passion for helping women navigate through grief and life's challenges to help transform and build resilience with grace, courage, and authenticity. Each episode, she will explore an aspect of women's health, offering you insights on ways to build your body, your mind, and your heart health to help you rise up with resilience. In this episode, we will explore body health for women. As a qualified physiotherapist, Nikki has both passion and expertise to help you with your health. So welcome everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Synergy Women podcast today. My name's Nikki Hamilton. I'm really looking forward to sharing with you my top 10 tips for your body health this silly season. Now we all know that at the start of December and with the onset of all of the festivities, the Gym can go out the window in favour for late nights, rich food uh, and alcohol, which can all take its toll on your body health, Uh, which essentially means that often by uh, the 1st of January, we feel sluggish, tired. We put our hands up in defeat and say, I'm never drinking again and I'm going to only eat salad for the rest of the year, which lasts, I think, on average, according to the research, until about January the 12th. So New Year's resolutions never last very long. So basically I want to give you today just some really small, easy, simple steps that you can take in order to look after your body health during December. Now we all know that when your body health is suffering or depleted, you certainly don't have as much resilience to cope with uh, any of the surrounding challenges that you might be experiencing. Uh, So looking after your body health is one of the key steps in building resilience. So let's see if we can take just some really small action steps uh, throughout December for our body. Uh, So the first tip that I can give you, uh, number one, glass of water first thing in the morning. So when you first wake up, walk straight to the kitchen, pour a glass of water and drink that. Now we often feel like we're tired, fatigued or hungry when we're actually thirsty. And do you know, throughout December, when there's an increase in alcohol consumption sort of everywhere, we're certainly going to be needing to rehydrate. So if you could just get into that habit every single day of waking up and having a glass of water, it's one step that you can take to start looking after your body health and ensuring that your body is hydrated. Now, step number two, uh, start to do an exercise routine if you can in the mornings. Now, a lot of us do have exercise routines that look after our body, maybe after work, uh, and that's really common. But usually throughout December, that after work exercise routine, maybe going to the gym or a dance class, is suddenly replaced with, let's go to a bar or or a restaurant instead, uh, and then we lose our routine completely. So if you can uh, make 5, 10, 15 minutes just to do something to move your body first thing in the morning, it's a really great habit to get into. Now we know that the World Health Organization recommends that women get 30 minutes of movement or exercise every single day and 30 minutes is actually not that hard. You can divide it into two if you want to but just getting 30 minutes is a really great place to start and the mornings is when your motivation is often at its highest. So if you can imagine motivation a little bit like a battery, it depletes generally throughout the day. So you might start with a half charge of battery of motivation and by five o'clock in the afternoon, it's all out the window. So getting an exercise routine first thing in the morning is a really great habit to get into. So if you get up, have your glass of water, pop your shoes on and go for a 30 minute walk or a 15 minute walk even, that's a really great place to start to, to start to look after your own body and make sure that your body health is on track throughout the month of December. Third tip, number three, 
keep your fridge stocked with healthy food choices. Now, I will often find my fridges at a place where it's almost nothing left in it. So then I'm eating, you know, peanut butter on a dry cracker and wondering why I'm <laughs> not, not feeling too great. So if you can keep your fridge stocked with healthy food, it's a really great place to start because it essentially means when you are in a place of feeling tired, fatigued, lacking in motivation, at least you've got some options there that at hand so you can make some good choices. The way I usually suggest this is to make sure that you're shopping from the outside aisles of the supermarket so go to the supermarket when you've got some energy and you're not too hungry don't go down the middle aisles because that's where all the packaged food lives you don't need packaged food so if you go around the outside aisles and ensure that your fridge is actually stocked with something healthy healthy it essentially means that when you are depleted lacking in motivation you've at least got the option to reach for something healthy. So reaching for something healthy foods include nuts, salad, yogurt, uh, foods that basically are nutritious and not filled with sugar or out of a package. Now, often when we're out, the other part that we need to do is look after our food choices when we're out and about in restaurants uh, or at different events. Uh, so tip number four, again, around food is just making sure that when you are out that you make healthy choices. So limit things that have got really heavy, rich or creamy sauces. If you can avoid deep fried food and just ensure that when you are at a restaurant, order a side of vegetables to help fill you up. And that can ensure that your food choices help your body's nutrition and mean that you've got a better uh, chance of making sure that you have a resilient body health throughout the month of December. So as far as your food choices are, are concerned, have your fridge stocked with healthy food. Don't leave it depleted to a jar of peanut butter and, you know, a dry cracker. Keep it stocked with healthy food choices. Shop from the outside uh, part of the supermarket, which will help with that. And when you are out and about uh, and you are enjoying restaurant meals, just make some really simple choices to ensure your health, like a side of vegetables and limiting the deep fried food and, and creamy rich sauces. Uh, which brings me to step number five. Uh, again, our body health consists really of what we eat, our exercise and our sleep. So I've already talked about ensuring some exercise, water in the mornings, fridge stocked with healthy food, food choices when you go out to a restaurant. Uh, the next step is actually alcohol. Now, it's always harder in the month of December, but if you can ensure that you have four alcohol-free days a week, uh, that you're going to be one step ahead just to ensure your, the health of your liver and the health of your body and also the health of your brain. Now, that doesn't mean on the other three uh, nights that you down 10 bottles of wine. Uh, it, it essentially means that you, you stick to, you know, one or two glasses of alcohol on those other days. But if you can have four alcohol-free days, uh, that is a really, really good place to start. Now, I always suggest if you are out and about and you are going to a bar or, or a celebration of some sort or an event with a group of people that you mix your drinks with I choose mineral water or sparkling water because that's what I like to drink and I usually have a really common habit that I have developed over time if I am going out to a bar with a group of, of people is just to ensure that my first round of drinks or my first drink is actually water and I usually just make the excuse oh I've been out and about busy today, I'm really thirsty, I'll just start with a water and then I'll catch up with a cocktail or something afterwards. Now, that essentially means that I'm one drink behind, but it's, it also means that I'm, I'm a little bit slower in drinking my alcohol and I ensure that I actually start with some water. So that's a really uh, nice, easy step to start with when you are out at a bar with others. Just make your first drink of mineral water. Uh, some people will laugh, but you know most people will accept it. And I will often, like I say, just say, look, I've been out and about busy today. I'm actually really thirsty. I'll start with a mineral water and I'll have a glass of wine next.
which is always a better choice than starting with a margarita. (laughs) So water in the mornings, exercise in the mornings, stocking your fridge with healthy foods and making sure your food choices when you're out at restaurants uh, are good choices for alcohol-free days a week and making sure you drink mineral water or water when you are out, whether it's every second drink that you have or if it's your first drink, it's a really good place to start. Don't go away. We've got more Synergy Women coming up. But first, let's take a quick break. Now, do you have a friend or a loved one who's been going through a really challenging year and you just know that they'd benefit from four days of time out on retreat dedicated just to them to help them build resilience to navigate life's challenges? You can go to the Synergy Women website, synergywomen.com.au and contact us as we're now offering gift vouchers for our next year's retreats that sell out quickly. So let's move on to tip number seven, which is your sleep health. Uh, So did you know that alcohol actually can really disrupt your sleep cycle? So you can get very, very sleepy and very tired if you drink alcohol, of course you can, but alcohol itself actually limits our body's capacity to sink into that deep sleep cycle, which is our restorative sleep, which is why we can often wake up feeling tired and really fatigued and crabby, even if we've had eight hours sleep, if we've been drinking. Uh, so I highly recommend to get a decent sleep that you do limit the alcohol that you drink because it does affect the health of your sleep. Now, late nights also disrupt your, uh, your sleep routine. And what they do recommend with healthy sleep is that you have a routine where you go to bed at a certain time and generally wake up at a certain time each day. Now, of course, if you're out at social events, that bedtime may be disrupted, so you might be going to bed later, but they do recommend that you actually get up at the same time and resume your normal sleep health routine in order to maintain your sleep health. So sleep health, limit your alcohol, It means that you're getting a healthier type of sleep and you actually get a deep sleep cycle. Uh, Try not to disrupt your sleep pattern too much, which means you keep a sleep routine. Limit your coffee at the end of the day. So coffee can last in our system for up to eight hours and actually affect our quality of sleep almost as much as alcohol. So limiting your coffee is another great way of trying to ensure that you have a decent sleep health routine uh, throughout this silly season. Which brings me to tip number eight, power naps. I am a big fan of siestas. If you are tired and you've been out and you've been socialising, if you get up at the same time that you normally do, roughly in the mornings, have your glass of water, do a little bit of exercise, have a healthy breakfast, do what you need to do in the morning and dedicate like a short siesta in the afternoon just to, to catch up and to have a little bit of a power nap. It's a really, really healthy way to recharge your brain and your body. Now, tip number nine, skin health. So we've talked about our exercise routine, our nutrition, the alcohol that we're drinking, our sleep health. Our skin health is another thing that we tend to ignore. Make sure you take your makeup off at the end of the night. Make sure if you, if you especially if you're in Australia, that you're wearing sunscreen and a hat during that uh, summer heat, which can actually be very damaging to our skin. Uh, treat yourself to a facial if you can sometime during December. They're one of my favorite things to do to relax and also help with my skin Uh, and all of those things can just help ensure that your skin health actually uh, is maintained throughout the month of December. 
Now, the last tip that I'd like to talk about is actually stress management. So part of a healthy body is to ensure that we manage our stress. And there are quite a few things that can happen throughout December that elevate our stress levels and mean that we don't cope with uh, the events around us as well as we could. And these things uh, really happen often because we're starting from a place of depletion. So if you're in a place of depletion with your body health or you're not sleeping well or you've been drinking too much or not eating well, that place of depletion means that you don't cope with day-to-day issues very well, which is essentially what ends up happening on Christmas Eve when people are running around like lunatics uh, trying to buy an emergency potato salad and falling into a, a pit of despair when things are falling apart. And they're just not coping because they're running from a place of depletion. And that place of depletion means the day-to-day tasks tend to make us feel overwhelmed. So stress management essentially means that we can cope with our day-to-day tasks a little bit better. And I think stress throughout December is also made worse really by our expectations because we uh, have expectations on ourselves. We have expectations on others and we have expectations from others during the month of December. And that, those expectations might come from family or they might come from friends. And when our expectations and our reality are too far apart, it creates stress and anxiety within ourselves. And so what I mean by that is if you feel like your reality is that your family's not getting along, you haven't spoken to a family member for several years, and your expectations are that you'd love to have a family get together that's harmonious, and you know that that's gonna be a challenge, or maybe it's not gonna happen at all, your reality and your expectations are too far apart, and that can create distress for you. Now, there's there's two things that can happen, or two things to do when you have Uh, your expectations and your reality not matching or too far apart. There's only two things that that you can do. The first thing is to move your expectations, you know, adjust your expectations. The second thing you can do is to move your reality. So there's only two things that you can do, either adjust your expectations or adjust your your reality. Now, adjusting your reality might be something that motivates you and says, well, look, I'd really like to improve my relationships. This is enough motivator for me. My expectations and reality are too far apart. And what I want to do is change my reality, which means I'm actually going to try and sit down and and have a conversation or a difficult conversation with somebody that I perhaps haven't connected with for a while. So I might want to improve my relationships or it might be that you, your expectations and your reality around your health or your finances or uh, your career, there's, there's many different expectations and reality gaps that can occur for us. And really managing your reality is the motivation to try and uh, see if you can push yourself toward what you expect or what you would like or your goals so you do have the option of moving your reality in some circumstances and it does is a great motivator but in other circumstances sometimes it's not possible and we do need to move our expectations a little and adjust our expectations and that's not to come from a place of disappointment that's to come from a place of acceptance of what is and as soon as we can accept what is with gratitude, we can start to look around us at where we are and actually have a deep breath in and hold thanks for that. It means that we can maybe offer out some kindness to others who also are trying to manage their expectations and their reality. 
So managing stress might be taking a deep breath. It might be getting out into nature. It might be switching off your devices over part of the December period if you can and learning to unwind. But accepting what is in order to manage your expectations is not coming from a place of disappointment. It's coming from a place of grace, gratitude, and being able to look around you and offer out kindness no matter where you are. So there are a couple of tips on managing stress throughout the December period because I do know that in actual fact everybody's stress seems to heighten quite frantically, especially the closer we get to Christmas Day. So that's my top 10 tips. I will add one more. Um, I, I, I know I said 10, but I'll make it 11. I think the 11th tip for the Christmas season for your body health is to make sure you get out and have a laugh. Finding joy, have a dance, what brings you joy? If you can take the time out to do something that you love and learn to laugh throughout the festive season, it can certainly do wonders for your body health. So I hope those tips have all given you a little bit of inspiration on some simple steps that you can make in order to help yourself with your body health. Thanks so much for joining me. If you like what you've heard, it'd be great if you could rate and review this podcast from wherever you are listening. And don't forget to click subscribe so you'll be notified when we release our next episode.